You are listening to audio from the Mariner campus of CA Church, located in Coquitlam, British Columbia. We hope this message helps you grow in your personal relationship with Jesus. Good morning, church. A very, very good morning to you all. My name is John. I'm one of the pastors here, and I'm really excited about this morning in this family service because I have the opportunity to speak directly to uh, those of us in the younger generations, to our kids. And so we have a few kids up front, but we have a lot of space. And so since I'm talking to the kids, kids, if you're here this morning, I'm going to be doing a couple of experiments. I might need your help during my message. So it would be really helpful if you guys could come and sit at the front. I see a bunch of you at the back there, some over there. If you could come grab a seat up front and Amazing Roham, grab a seat. Uh, kids over here, please come. We've got a whole front uh, right here. You can come with your parents or by yourself. It's up to you. But bring it forward, my friends, because uh, I'm going to be sharing this message right to you this morning. And I would love to be able to see your faces and interact with you, engage with you a little bit. Amazing. Yeah. Come grab a seat right here, my man. Perfect. Love that hat. Love the vibe. Mario on the hat. Let's go, dude. Yoshi on the back. My man. Love it. My boy Peter loves Mario too. Amazing. If anyone else is here, feel free to come to the front. Yeah, this is a great crew. I'm so, oh, look at those shoes lighting up. Those are amazing. That's going to fit with the sermon today. That's great. Okay. Well, as I said, guys, my name's John, and uh, today is our family service. And so one of the things we want to do is uh, and to include our kids. Amazing. Love it. Taking front and center on the stage. It's good. No, it's good to have you guys, the kids up front today. Um, kids. Since I have you here, since you're right in front of me, and if I can't see you, I'm also speaking to you kids in the audience. I just want to start by saying something. I want to tell you something. Do you know that Jesus loves you? You guys know that? Yes, you do. That's amazing. Do you know that Jesus loves you? Not only that, he knows your name. That's really awesome. Do you know that God made you? He loves you. He knows your name. He cares about you. And you know what? He's excited that you're here this morning. That's how amazing God is. He knows you, he loves you, he cares about you, and he's excited that you're here this morning. And that goes for all of you. Friends, we're made in the image of God. God made you. He knows your name, whether you're three months old, whether you're 93, and he loves you, and he's here with us this morning. I want to start by praying, and we're going to open up the word together. So would you pray with me? Jesus, we thank you so much for this opportunity to gather as the family of God this morning, to come together as brothers and sisters for an opportunity to hear from you, to encounter you. God, thank you that your word is alive. Thank you that the Bible can speak to us today, that we can meet you in and through these living words today. God, thank you for every precious child who is here today made in your image. Today, would they know how precious they are to you, that you love them, you care for them, you know them, and that you're excited that they're here today. Jesus, speak to us, we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, kids, today we are going to look at some words that Jesus spoke to us, okay? There's this very famous message where Jesus was speaking to a group of his followers, and he wanted to tell them about how they should live. So Jesus was giving us, his followers, some instructions on how we can best live our lives. And here's the thing, the rest of the church... Yes, I'm going to be speaking to the kids at the front here, but did Jesus himself not invite us to have a childlike faith? He did. And so don't think you are not counted in this morning's message. This is for all of us today. We're going to be looking at some words from Jesus' sermon on the mount. 
So I'm going to read this passage for us. Can I invite us to stand? We do that as a church because we want to recognize we're about to read God's words to us. God spoke these words. Jesus spoke them and we're going to hear them today. This is what Jesus has to say to us today. Jesus says, you are the salt of the earth. Wow. But what good is salt if it's lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? No, it'll be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. Amen. This is God's words. Guys, can we take a seat? Thank you so much. So Jesus is speaking to a group of followers, and he just said a couple of very interesting things about who we are. Jesus just said that we are salt, and he said that we are light. Now, that's kind of interesting because... I'm sure many of you have had people say lots of things about you. Maybe they've said, wow, you are so handsome this morning with that haircut. Maybe they've said, wow, you're a Mario fan. That's really cool. They might have said, wow, look at you. You are so cool with those shiny shoes. People say things to us all the time. You are this. You are this. But I don't think anyone's come up to you and say, hey, Roham, you know what, brother? Just want to tell you, bro, you are salt. No one says that. That'd be a bit weird. Someone coming to you up at school and being like, you're light, my guy. You are light. You'd be like, what are you talking about? You are salt and you are light. These are strange words that Jesus is speaking. But you know what? They're really important and they're really exciting. And I think we're going to be encouraged if we take a little bit of time to understand what Jesus is trying to say. You are salt and you are light. So let's go on a bit of an investigation, okay, together, church, about what is Jesus talking about? Well, let's start with this idea of you are salt. Well, to understand this, guys, as I said, we're going to have a few experiments today. So this is the first one. If it's okay with your parents, I have a couple of crackers. I don't want gluten allergies to send anyone to the hospital, so I'm going to trust the parents here. There are gluten in the crackers. We've got two. Yeah, we can take this one as well. Amazing. Just going to hand these out. Oh, it's so good. Amazing. You guys want to take one of each of these? going to be part of my experiment crew right here. Amazing. Okay, have you got one of these ones? Perfect. Yeah, you got it, my boy. We got it. You got it. You guys want to be a part of the experiment? Okay, one of each of those. Amazing. Perfect. Okay, we've got a whole... Sorry, brother. Go for it. Got a whole crew over here. All right, guys, one of each of these. Perfect. Okay, Roham's already seen a difference. This is good news. Okay. We've got some smart kids over here. Amazing. Well done, guys. Fantastic. Okay. And we've got some over here. I will lead them over here. If anyone else wants to come grab them, they're right there. So we have two different kinds of crackers, kids, okay? Some of you have already jumped into it. That's okay. That's a different message about Jesus being the bread of life. That's a whole other thing, but we'll, we'll, we'll get there another day. But uh, here's the thing. Okay, I want you guys to taste them, okay? Maybe start with the one that's light first. Have a little bite of the light one. One's a little bit darker. Start with the light one. Taste it. Okay, interesting. Think about how it tastes. Think about how it tastes. Then once you've had the light one, I want you to try the other one that's a little bit darker. So just take a bite of both of them. Just see, see what you think, Roham. And tell me, I'm going to come to you in a minute and ask if you can maybe taste the difference between the two of them. And if so, if you can uh, maybe tell me what you're, what you're tasting, what's different about them? 
All right, Roham, you're, you're looking very engaged. Your brain is going. A little sommelier right here, tasting. A little scientist. All right, dude, I got to ask you, what's the difference? What are you tasting? Okay, lighter one's an ordinary cracker. But the other one had salt on it. Had salt on it. Okay, interesting. So one, one was, had a bit of salt, the other one didn't. Is there one that you like better? Salt. You like, okay, interesting. That's the right answer. I appreciate that. <laughs> Woo! Let's give him a round of applause. I've just been praying all week for that moment when I asked that question. And we have a kid who's like, wow, I actually hate salt. It's like, well, okay. No, Rohan, that's the right answer, dude. The salted one tastes better, right? And kids, you're probably like, oh, you, you, you're trying that one and it has no salt and it kind of tastes boring. And then you have the one with salt and it's like, oh, my taste buds, I'm excited. This is tasting good. Do you know why? Because salt adds flavor to things. Salt makes food taste better. You know, I'm sure those of us who eat French fries, uh, maybe a little bit too regularly, but we won't talk about that, but maybe those of us who enjoy French fries once in a while, you go through McDonald's drive-through, um, we, we want them to be so, yeah, dude, come on. And uh, you know what? You probably love salt on your French fries. Why? Because salt brings out the flavor in things. Salt makes things better. Now, it's interesting, if Jesus says that we are salt, maybe this idea of salt making things taste better has something to tell us about what Jesus is trying to say. Well, friends, here's what Jesus is saying to us when he calls us salt, now that we've done this little experiment. Jesus is saying this, he wants us to be like salt in the world. Jesus wants to use us to make the world better. Jesus wants to use us to bring flavor into the world. That's what God wants to do in and through us. He wants to use us, his followers, to go out there and to make things better, to make the world a tastier place. How do we do that? What does that actually look like? Well, the classic Sunday school answer is Jesus. It's Jesus. It's living like Jesus. It's going out and living like Jesus. And what did Jesus do? What kind of amazing, salty, tasty life did Jesus leave? Well, this is what Jesus did. Jesus loved people. Jesus helped people. Jesus went and found people who needed help and needed love, and he loved them, and he helped them. Jesus went around and found people who couldn't stand up for themselves, and he stood up for them. He spoke for those who needed help, and Jesus was kind. Jesus forgave people. Jesus encouraged people. He was kind. And this is really wonderful, friends, because what we're hearing Jesus say when he says that you are salt, you're the salt of the earth, he's saying God wants to use us to go into the world and to make wherever we go a better place. He wants us to go and love people in his name. He wants us to go and help people in his name to add good flavor and make wherever we go a better place. And here's the good news. We're not alone in this journey because God has given us his Holy Spirit. In the Bible, the Holy Spirit is called a helper, God's helper. And this is really cool because God hasn't left us on our own to be this salt, to go on this salt mission. No, God has given us his Holy Spirit. And we learn in the Bible the Holy Spirit is God's power in us, helping us to do the things that God has asked us. So if you're struggling 
to know how to make the world better, or that seems a little bit scary sometimes to love people or help people, to forgive people. Do you know what's amazing? We can ask for God's help to do that, and he'll help us because we have been given his Holy Spirit. And so, first part of the message, Jesus talks to us and he says, if you are my follower, if you've put your trust in me, you are salt. And he's inviting us to go out so that God can bring flavor and make the world better in and through us. So maybe it's your classroom, maybe it's someone in your family, maybe it's a friend, I don't know. But there's lots of different places where we meet people and we have the opportunity to love them and help them like Jesus. So you are the salt of the earth. That's pretty cool. So if somebody says to you now, you know what, brother, you are salt. You know what that means. That says God wants to use you to make the world taste better. That's pretty cool. Okay, moving on. You are salt. Jesus also says you are the light of the world. Now, this is another interesting picture. So I want us to start with a bit of an experiment. Is there any volunteers around? Okay, I've had Roham. You know what? I think I'm going to go over here. I see a a brother over here. Amazing. What is your name? Julian. Julian? So nice to meet you, man. Is it okay if I put this on you? Okay, so we're going to put this on. What a champion. Okay, can you see? Okay, perfect. Wait right there. (laughs) This is good. I'm still here. I'm not leaving you, I promise. Okay, I have a question for you. Can you see what is happening right now in front of your face? Do you know what I'm doing? Why not? Why can't you see? Because you have a blindfold on? Yeah, absolutely. And what's the blindfold doing? It's stopping you seeing because it's stopping all of the light. Hey, Julian, thanks. You can take that off, mate. Thank you. So let's give him a a clap, everybody. Good job, bro. Thank you. Okay, Julian couldn't see one of my really good friends, Mr. Hippo. He was right in front of your face, dude. He was trying to say hello, but you couldn't see him because you had a blindfold on. You couldn't see because the light couldn't get to you. The reason I'm doing this is because this is what the Bible says life without God is like. It's like living in darkness. Without the light of God in our life, we can't see. It's as if we're wearing a blindfold. But the good news is that Jesus shines his light into our lives so that we can actually see. And that's what it's like when we come to know Jesus, when we come to put our trust in him. It's like taking the blindfold off and being able to see. And one of the most important things the light of Jesus shows us is how much we need Jesus and how much he loves us. One of the most important things that the light of Jesus does when it shines into our life shows us how much we need him and how much he loves us. And so this is really exciting. So Jesus shines his light into our life, but now in this message, God is saying to us that he wants us to be this light in the world, that he wants to use our lives to shine this light into the world so that other people might be able to have their blindfolds taken off. This is really exciting. Because here's the thing, friends. There's lots of people who still don't know that Jesus loves them. There's lots of people in our life. There's lots of people in our classrooms, in our families, in our neighborhoods, the people that we drive past, walk past every day, and they don't know that they're living in the darkness. And Jesus wants to use our lives. He wants to use us to shine his light through so that they might come to know how much they need him and how much he loves them. And again, here's the wonderful news. We're not alone to do this. God has given us his Holy Spirit. Sometimes we might feel scared telling someone about Jesus. 
If someone asks us what we were doing on Sunday, we might be a little bit afraid to tell them that we went to church because we don't know what they're going to say about us. We don't know what they're going to do. Are they going to ask us questions? Are they going to think we're funny? Here's the amazing thing. The Holy Spirit is with us wherever we go. And if we have opportunities to shine the light of Jesus by telling people about him, telling people about how much he loves them, then the Holy Spirit is going to help us as we do that. And so God invites us to be salt. And God invites us to be his light. He wants to use us. Do you know why that's really exciting this morning? Because God wants us on his team. God wants you and me to be on his team. He wants to fill us with his Holy Spirit to go wherever we're going and make the world better and tell people about how much Jesus loves them and about how much they need him. So this is pretty cool. God has a really big team and it includes people with Mario helmets, with really cool flashing shoes, with some awesome collared shirts this morning. God's team is massive and he's inviting us to be a part of it and he helps us all along the way. And so friends, this morning, hopefully next time you ever hear those words or you're eating something really salty, hopefully it's a reminder that God wants to use you to make the world better. Or maybe when the lights turn on in your room in the morning, it's like, mom, why are you turning on the lights? It's so bright. Maybe that'll be a moment when you realize, oh, maybe God would want to use me today to bring his light into the world, to share this truth, this hope about Jesus by loving people, helping them, and by telling them about him. And friends, speaking now to everyone, not just the kids in the room, uh, this reality is for all of us. And it's a simple but profound truth, isn't it? that Jesus Christ has indeed given us his Holy Spirit. As his followers, we're not called to just huddle together here in our own little sanctuary on a Sunday morning, but to go out empowered by the Holy Spirit, knowing that God wants to use you to make the places that he's placed you better by bringing his very character into the room. And the good news here is that if you put your, your trust in Jesus, it's a simple statement. You are salt. It's who you are. If you put your trust in Jesus, if you have his Holy Spirit, you are light. There's no conditions there. This is something we receive by faith and God is the one who does it in and through us. And so the message of the Bible is amazing because even those of us, and that's all of us who are weak, God actually shows himself to be strong even in our weakness. And so we don't have to be perfect. We don't have to be the perfect salt, the perfect light, because it's Christ in us working out in the world. And so all of us, all of us can ask God, wherever we are, whatever we're facing, whatever the people that he's placed around us, we can say, God, would you help me to be salt today? I'd love to make the world a better place. Could you use me to do that? Holy Spirit, work through me. And we can ask God, is there anyone in my life that you would love to shine your light on? Help me to be bold. Help me not to hide but to shine my light, to shine your light so that people will come to know you. That's pretty good news, hey? God wants us on his team. He's gonna help us do it. We're salt and we are light. Next time you're eating that salty cracker, remember, Jesus loves you. He wants to use you. Okay, let's pray. God of all grace, we thank you so much that you equip us to do the things you call us to do. And God, I'm sure many of us, myself included, feel um, like we can't do this. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, that that's the very starting place where you can use us, when we recognize our great need for your help. Because it's not our strength or our gifting that's gonna get this done, Lord Jesus. No, it's you in us. 
And so Jesus, I do pray, would you be working in and through every life here in this place to go out into the various workplaces and schools and preschools and wherever we would find ourselves during the week. And I pray, God, would you fill us with your spirit to bring the sweetness of that aroma wherever we go, to bring this tasty reality of the kingdom of you, Jesus, into these places, shine through our lives, work through us, Lord Jesus, and help us when there are opportunities to help and to love and to speak truth, to do that boldly, to do that in love, equipped by your Holy Spirit. Thank you, God that you want us on your team. Thank you, God, that you will fill us as we step out in faith, as you use us to spread this incredible message of hope as we tell people, Lord, how much they need you and how much you love them. We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message. If you've been listening to our sermons, but you're not a part of a church community, we would love to have you join us. You can go to cachurch.ca to find out more about getting involved in the life and mission of CA Church.